My name is Ava. And my name is Tashvi. Together, we're pretty informative. We're two WTMC students going into our senior year with a lot of experiences to share. Join us as we talk about the WTMC program, WCC events, and our experiences as WTMC students taking WCC classes. Without further ado, let's get into it. Hi guys, in this episode we're going to be talking about what we wish we knew before coming to WTMC. Stuff we had to learn the hard way. Now the first thing we want to touch on is explaining exactly how spring semester works. So I don't know about you Tashvi, but when I started at WTMC, I, I only knew that you could take like six credits, which actually turns out to be seven credits per spring semester. Yeah. And that was, that was it. But it turns out some spring classes go until July 18th and you'll end up having to have to take some classes that end on July 18th in the spring. Yeah, you'll have a shorter summer. So it's really important to make sure that you're looking at the start and end dates of your classes. Yeah, I, I had no clue that it was going to go that late. But now I do. So that's our advice to you. Yeah. And also make sure that you know what semesters your classes are offered because you may plan for a class to be in the fall in your EDP, but you it might not be offered then when you go and look for it so and register for it. So yeah, and you have to wait until the winter. So make sure that you know this ahead of time and know when the classes that you want to take are offered, what semester, and plan ahead that way. And you have experience with that, right, Tashvi? Yeah, I wanted to take <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to take French, but French 111 is only offered in the winter, even though I wanted to take it in the fall. So. Okay. Yeah. Darn. I I think I've had an experience with it as well. I wanted to take one class in the spring, but it turns out that that class couldn't be taken in the spring because. It went until August, and if you're a WTMC student, you cannot do that. You have to have all your classes done by July 25th. Yeah. So just planning ahead of time so you don't have any surprises. Right. Yes. It's very helpful if you plan ahead of time. I'm not, I didn't do this well enough when I was in ninth grade and 10th grade, um, so I wish I had that advice then. Yeah. And another thing is to try out the WTMC clubs. You might be surprised and like one of them. And Welcome Day is really helpful for this. Yes. So there's Welcome Day that WCC has and Welcome Day that WTMC has. And the WTMC Welcome Day, all the clubs are there. You can go around, find out info about them. And they sometimes have candy on the tables, which is always a nice bonus. And you can learn about the clubs and try them out. See what days and if they work with your schedule. And you might like one. And usually the clubs have like a sign-up sheet. You know, you sign up and they put you on their email list so you can get more information from them. It's not an obligation that you have to join them. Right, yeah. A, a lot of people think that it's like an obligation if you sign that paper that you're joining their club. It's not an obligation. You're just signing up to get more information about the club. Right. And I know that some of the clubs are understanding of like scheduling conflicts. So if a club meets on Mondays and Thursdays, but you can only come on like Thursdays, don't let that stop you from joining joining the club. As long as you talk to them about that, they most likely will be understanding. 
The next thing is something that I have a lot of experience in because I am a sucker for trying new experiences. And I also read all the WCC emails that they send out. WCC sends out this newsletter. It's called the Washington Weekly. And in it, there are all these free activities for the upcoming month and the current month. And they're, they're fun, free, and activities for anyone who wants to be a part of them. You can find them on Campus Connect sometimes by typing in Campus Connect WCC. That's another way you can find the same events. The Washington Voice, which is the WCC uh, newspaper. If you pick that up and you read it, sometimes on the, the last page, they have events that are in the community, not just WCC. And what are some examples of those events that you've gone to? So one of the WCC events that I went to was this one where this guy from the Michigan Credit Union came in and he talked about how to manage your money better. He talked about credit cards, debit cards, how to keep one and get a good score on those, as well as... um, How to be responsible with your money. How to be responsible with your money, yes. And there was food there. And I got to take home this book that had some really good tips about managing money in it. Yeah. yeah, and I know a lot of high school students really want to have classes that teach them more life skills like that, like how to manage your money better. So right. one of these, like that's a really good example of yeah being able to do that. Yeah, these clubs can, they can teach you some really good stuff. And there was also one that I did. It was it was around Earth Day, and it and we walked around the campus, and we had this guide, and this lady showed us all the different trees on campus, like cherry trees. Now I know how to identify a cherry tree. She talked about how WCC has like the tenth largest Norwegian spruce in all of Michigan, which I didn't know, and I walked by every day, which I thought was pretty cool. Stuff like that, stuff you wouldn't. Stuff you wouldn't know if you didn't go to those events. Right, exactly. And they're normally pretty brief, too. So You might think that the campus is boring, but when you go to those <laughs> events and you actually learn more about it, it's there are a lot of cool, interesting things that you wouldn't normally see. Right, so I definitely recommend trying those and not being scared to, to do that and participate in that. There's also the Washtenaw Voice at WCC. Yes. Okay, so you guys, I'm sure when you come to WTMC, you will see this, but there's these news racks all around campus that have this newspaper in it uh, that changes every month. It's called the Washtenaw Voice, and we recommend reading those. I mean, <laughs> I read I read every newsletter, and I really look forward to them, but um, you don't, you're not as into them. No, I've never read <laughs> Yeah, I mean, most people, I don't feel like there's a lot of people that either know about it or just choose not to read it, but I think I think it's nice. You should give it a try. Give it a read for sure. And we just figured this out recently, but if you want to write an article for the Washtenaw Voice, you don't have to have like this huge time commitment where you have right. to be like a regular mm-hmm. person that keeps coming in. Yeah. You don't have to be a writer on the Washington Voice, which is when you're like writing articles all the time and I feel like there's more of a strong um, time commitment. So if your schedule is really busy like mine, you can try and be a contributor. You can apply to be a contributor, which is when they'll um, 
give you, or maybe you get to pick, I'm not completely sure about that part, stuff you want to write about, you write about it, and the price for an article is like $15 to $25. So if you are really Depending good, on what the article is. Right, yeah, depending on its complexity and like how deep it is and whatever, but depending, if you're a really good writer and can like write essays like this, uh, like in no time whatsoever, it's a good way to make some money and it's fun. Even if you're not a good writer, it's still something cool you might be thinking about. Yeah. So the next thing is that being in WCC college classes isn't as daunting as you may think. As a high school student or, you know, middle school student going into high school, you might think that it's a really big deal, but most people aren't thinking about your age and they're just here to learn. They're just there to learn the material, just like you are. Right. I, I, this was a big fear of mine. Was it of yours, Tasha? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to be the youngest one here. Um, maybe there's no WTMC students in my class. Like I'm going to, everyone, no one's going to listen to me. Everyone's going to, I don't know, discard my ideas because of my age. It just, it made me more shy than I normally am. But as I got more into it and the semester started going along, I realized that it wasn't as bad. As I, as I thought it would be. Yeah, and WCC professors really like WTMC students. Yeah, they do. Like, I've heard, I've had a number of professors that have said that. Like, yeah, WTMC students are just as good, if not better, than the WCC students. So, yeah. We got a rep that you guys have to keep from now on. <laughs> and the next thing that we want to talk about is that when you're making, choosing what classes to take, the, and if, if you're planning on applying to a four-year university after, 200 level classes, no matter the credit amount, look more rigorous. So for example, one class that I took was English 140, Horror and Science Fiction, highly recommend it. But there's also a class Tashti took called English like 220. Uh, English 200, which is Shakespeare. Right, English 200, which is English 200 would look more rigorous because it's a 200 level class, mm-hmm. even though you can't really compare Shakespeare to horror fiction. That's exactly. That's kind of what we're saying. Yeah, I did not know this, I kid you not, until about like a month ago. I kind of lucked out because this is my first semester of senior year. I'm taking a lot of 200 level classes, but previously I, I hadn't been. And it wasn't because I didn't want to challenge myself. It's because I just didn't know it would look more rigorous. I was just looking yeah. at the names of the classes and taking the ones that were interesting to me. So a good rule of thumb is to have at least four 200 level classes if you want to go to a competitive school like the University of Michigan. Yes, that's what WTMC recommends, and more looks even better. So, you know, now you have the info, do with it what you will. Yeah, take classes that you like. We're not saying to just take as many 200-level classes as you can and just do <laughs> with those. But just make sure that you have at least four. Yes, that's important to note that, like, if you're really not interested in Shakespeare and you'd much rather take an English horror and science fiction class like me, don't feel guilty about that or don't let that 200 level status deter you from, like, taking a 100 level class that is more interesting. Because something great about being able to take college classes is that you, there are so many different classes that you can choose from. Exactly. So why not use that opportunity to take the classes that you want to take in subjects that you're interested in? Right. Yeah. And another thing to note is that just because um, a 100 level class is four credits and a 200 level class is three, 
the 200 level class will, it is still more rigorous technically. right technically that's that's what they say i'm not sure why that is but i guess that's just the way it is and so it's better to have the information and not need it than need than need the information and not have it so yeah make sure you know all the possible classes you can take because i know for wtmc you have to have um, All of your graduation requirements are listed on your EDP. But. Right. And they might say you have to take a social science class for like a degree or something or a, as a requirement. Yeah. It's like for a degree on a associate's degree or certificate. It might say uh, take a social science or a, a lab, a, a science with lab class and making sure that you, you know all the possible options that are available. Like you're looking through them all is really helpful because some people I know don't actually get to see the full list of classes and they just get to see a few, like a select handful of them. And so they don't get to pick from and really choose which one they would truly like to take. Yeah, because if there's a better option that you would like to take more, that you would enjoy more, it would be good to be able to see all the options that are available to you. For example, I did not know, like this is something I really wish I knew because recently I was looking through um, science with lab classes and one of them was called Bio 226 and it involved like dissection, experiments with like animals or something. And I don't know, I don't remember everything in the description, but it looked so interesting. And so I clicked on it like to click on it because I wanted to take it next semester and it said one of the requirements was I had to take bio 101. It's a WTMC requirement you have to take bio 101 or 102 and I chose 102. <laughs> so I so can't, I know I so I can't take that class which I was a little bummed about but knowing what prerequisites you need to have in order to take right. different classes like if you want to take a certain class like bio 226 mm -hmm. And that's like one of your goals. You want to take that class before you graduate. Yeah. You need to make sure that, or for any class, you need to make sure that you have all those prerequisites before and like putting those on your EDP and making sure that you're qualified to take that class. Yes, that's very important. Because you don't want to miss out on, you know, taking class that you really want to because you don't have that prerequisite. Exactly. Like, if you guys are really interested in one particular subject, like science, for example, I know there's a lot of prereqs in, like, science that yes. you have to take. Like, if you want to take Chem 122, like, you have to take Chem 101, Chem 111. Those are pretty straightforward, but then when you start getting into, like, bio, like, 280, it might say that you have to have, like, Chem 111 and, uh, like, you have, you, have, you will have had to take chemistry up to Chem 111. And if you know you really want to take that class, but make sure that you take it up, like, you take Chemistry 111 beforehand. And don't stop too early. Yeah, so make notes on your EDP. Yes. About what prerequisites you need for that class. Mm-hmm. That's really helpful. Since everyone has to take two classes of the same foreign language or two semesters of the same foreign language. And some of these foreign language classes that are offered at WCC include Arabic, German, French, Fr Spanish. Yeah, um, and Japanese. They have a Japanese class as well, and Chinese. Yeah, using a language app like Duolingo or other language apps could really help you get a higher level of language learning. And Tashvi, you have some experience with this, right? Because you, I know you, you're taking French, that was your language, Yeah. and you used Duolingo to help you. Yeah, and that really helped me reinforce what I was learning in class. 
So have you used language apps and stuff like that? Yes. And in, uh, <laughs> in fact, um, I'm taking German right now this semester and beforehand over in the summer. So right now is fall semester. And so in the summer to prepare for this German 111 class, I started German on Duolingo. And let me tell you, like it is actually really helpful. Like I was putting together stuff that I learned in Duolingo into class. For example, the teacher might mention a random word like uh, Frau at the beginning, and which means wife or woman in German. And I was, I really quickly like picked that up and was able to connect those dots as well as with other adjectives and stuff that Duolingo helps you with when you first start learning a language and animals, it's, it's very helpful. Yeah, especially if your teacher doesn't give you a lot of resources to practice mm -hmm. the language, Duolingo or other apps like that can really help you build up that practice. It's a good way to start ahead and not be right at the bottom at a beginning level language learning class. Yeah, because learning language is really hard. It's and I know that you have experience taking Spanish. I didn't yes. take Spanish. So can you talk about like testing into a higher level of Spanish and you know yes. what that experience was like? I would love to, Tashvi. Okay, so you guys, I am getting as you know, I'm I as I said in like the intro, the degrees that I'm getting from WCC are liberal arts transfer and global studies. And as a requirement for global studies, you have to take global studies electives, like a certain number of them. And I chose to achieve this level of credits by taking languages. So I had already taken a high school level Spanish class in eighth grade. So I was already had a pretty solid beginning base for Spanish. And so I was told that you can actually test in to a higher level. You don't have to start with Spanish 111. So if yeah. you guys are similar to me and took, like either maybe you just really advanced in Duolingo <laughs> or, um, or took Spanish in middle school and you know like you're ahead of just, or you just speak the Spanish. basics. Right, or, or if you speak Spanish, you can take this language test, the Spanish placement test in the testing center, which is on the third floor of the student center. Of student center. <laughs> And you can place into a higher level Spanish class. That way you're taking 200 level classes earlier. So I would have, if I didn't take the placement test, I would have had to take Spanish 111, Spanish 122, and then Spanish 201. But because I placed into Spanish 122, which is the second level Spanish class, I was able to, as my second language requirement, my second semester language requirement, take Spanish 201. Which is pretty awesome because it's a 200 level class like we were talking about. Yeah, so it's and more you don't rigorous. have to take a class that you don't need to take. Right, exactly. And why would I want to take Spanish 111 if I would know most of the stuff there? That would be pretty boring. Yes, exactly. So another thing we want to talk about is friendships, which friendships. are way harder than <laughs> I thought it would be to maintain. Yes, I, I completely agree. I had the same experience. Because in ninth grade, you're in class with people in your grade, your schedules are mostly aligned. Yeah, you see them all the time, your lunches are at the same time. Yeah, uh, you have town hall meetings. Right, so you can plan to have lunch together, you can talk to them in your classes, but as soon as you start taking WCC classes, which everyone is able to start 
second semester of 10th grade year, yeah. also known as your first year. Once you start taking college classes, your winter semester of your first year, so your second semester of your yes. 10th grade year. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, your schedule. Your schedules kind of, are all crazy and. Yes, like they're all different. Some people might be on camp, uh, might not be on campus the same days or have any classes together. So that is where our that's where our advice comes in. We recommend that since there are certain WTMC requirements, if you already have a solid friend group in ninth grade. Do your graduation requirements together. Yes. Like it might seem like it's like an obvious suggestion, but I don't know like anyone who is doing that in our grade. And I wish I I would have thought about that and would have talked to my friends like earlier about that and we could have planned better. Yeah, and also to do clubs and stuff together, which is also kind of obvious, but... Right, that's like a good way to, to maintain those friendships. And no like no matter the degree you want, like, you, like I said, you still have to take those WTMC requirements, so doing them together is just a great way to ensure that there's some people you know in the class if you're a little shy or afraid of that, afraid of not knowing anyone or... Or you'll have someone to study with. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just really nice. Something that is kind of difficult for some students is understanding that we don't say 9th, 10th, 11th, and 12th. Right. So that's so if you went to like an Ann Arbor public school I know or other schools in Washtenaw County, other high schools in Washtenaw County, they call it like 9th grade, 10th grade, 11th grade, 12th grade, like Tashi was saying. But here we say 9th grade, first year, second year, and third year. Yeah, so that's where the confusing part comes in because the the name like first year makes me think ninth grade, right? Right. Yeah. Wouldn't it for yeah, I was like I was so confused about that at first. But it just means first year of taking college classes. Yeah. So when you put it that way, it makes it starts to make a little more sense. It's just something that's kind of confusing, but that some students might not understand because if you're new to the school and someone says they're a first year, you might think they're in ninth grade. Right. You, you don't know the system. Yes, exactly. So that's kind of how that works. So this is something that if you're a ninth grade student right now or you're a WTMC student, you probably already know, most likely. Yeah, you figured this out by now. You're already yeah. in the program. <laughs> but if you are a prospective WTMC student, you're yes. in eighth grade right now or just in middle school in general, classes start at nine o'clock. I know. Classes start at nine o'clock, guys, which is very different from other high schools. I know some other high schools in Michigan that start at like 8, 8, 20, 8, 15. 8 o'clock? Yeah. It's, yeah, different, but. Yeah, so they start way earlier, which is nice. Like at WTMC, how it starts at 9 because you get to sleep in. It's better for younger people who might want to stay up later. It ensures that you can get, I don't know, balance your sleep schedule better because it's not as early. Yeah. A consequence of that is also that classes, when you're a WTMC student, end at like four. They start later and they end later. Which honestly I would prefer rather right. than having to wake up earlier. I completely agree. So the last thing you wanted to talk about was to take advantage of the outdoor spaces on campus. Yes. You guys, I know like traditional high schools don't have, like you have to stay inside in all your classes. I mean, sometimes they let you out, but you're not free to like explore around the school, go outside on the property and stuff. But here, you can do that. Yeah. Which is so nice. Like, 
on your lunchtime. I mean, when you're a WTMC student, I guess it's a little a little more similar to traditional high schools in the sense that you can't just be like walking out of your you class. You have a more strict schedule. Right, yeah. But now when you're into WCC classes, like Tashvi and I complete WCC classes, you have free time in between your classes. And if you get to school really early like me, I can spend my day outside working on stuff instead of having to be in a, in a high school. So what would indoors. you say is your favorite outdoor place to work? Huh. Well, I would say the trails, but there's no Wi-Fi out there. So if I had to do my work, I would probably say like the picnic bench on the side of the student center. That's a, a nice spot that I like to work. What about you, Tashi? I would say either what you said or um, like the picnic benches and things like that, or I would say the hoop house. Oh, yes. Moving on to our next tip is that there's a hoop house on campus. And if you're wondering what in the world is a hoop house, it's basically this hoop of a house. No. <laughs> it's like this dome. I would yeah. call it a dome. So it's like this dome. It's this see-through building. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like this dome, see-through-ish building kind of thing, and it's where they, WTMC has its own garden. They grow tomatoes. Peppers. Peppers. Oh, blackberries. They grow blackberries, raspberries. Yeah. Um, Spicy peppers, which you made yes. the mistake of eating before. Yes, you guys, I tried that in it. Oh my gosh, it was so spicy. Oh my, I needed water and I didn't have any. What else do they have? Squash. Oh yeah, they have squash. Pumpkins too. Yeah. They, they grow all sorts of things and you can actually help out. I know at one point there was a garden club. I'm not sure if that's still in existence, but I know that there are volunteer opportunities where you can just like help out around the hoop house. Yeah. And on that note... And there about- are also benches in the hoop house. It's a really great place to work if you want to work in like an outdoor environment. Yeah, and... Uh, Something about the way the hoop house is designed, when it's colder outside, it's actually pretty, like, it's it's a nice temperature in the hoop house. It's warmer for some reason. Yeah. Not sure about all the science behind that, but it's just, that's how it is, and it's really nice. So what are some other trails that are, like, around campus or places that you would say that people should explore outside? So there are, uh, so actually, I, I did not know this in ninth or 10th grade, but I figured it out in 11th. So I knew about in ninth grade, you go on some of these trails, but I didn't know about all of them. Okay, so some of the trails on campus, there's, I like to say there's three trails. There's the one that in ninth grade you go to and you do, you bring your field notebook out there and it's not by any ponds or anything. It's in the back by the um, the parking structure, which is over on the side of the LA building. That trail's over there, so I'm sure that one you guys might be familiar with. Now there's the back trails. I call these the back back trails. So these ones, you can access them two ways. So on the west side of the GM building, which is sort of, if you keep following the hoop house straight back, is, is, is another way of finding it. But there's this entrance to the trail, and in that trail you can like, it kind of breaks off and stuff, but it's a really nice trail. And there's this area on that Pacific Trail that you can, um, it's by the uh, this little cute little pond. There's like a bench and it's a good place to sit and read the Washtenaw voice if you'd like. I've done that before. And something important to note is that all the trails connect with each other. Except, yeah, yeah except the one that I was talking about, the first one I was talking about. The one that's 
by the parking structure. So a lot of people might be familiar with the WCC trail, is that what it's called? Um, I don't know if that's a specific name, but I guess that's yeah. a good way of like something we can call it. Yeah, so it's the trail that in ninth grade, if you did, there was a project that we did in ninth grade. Right, there was like a, you, ha- you took your field notebook and you had to like, Keep... You had to find a spot on the trail. Right, yes. And you had to, like, make observations, and then you did a project on it. Yes, and I and I think you kept coming back to it multiple times, right? Yeah. yeah so, like, it was, like, a weekly thing. You'd check in on it and see how it changed and stuff, and that's what you do your project on. Yeah, and I think a lot of ninth graders who do that project don't realize how long that trail actually is. Yeah, like, it goes on, you guys. Yeah. So what would you say is your favorite trail to go on? Um, my favorite is probably the one that is on the west side of the GM building because it has that sitting area that I can sit and read the Washtenaw voice at. Also, you guys, there are garter snakes back there. So if you're really into animals like I am and like seeing turtles, birds, fish, all that sort of stuff, that's definitely the place to see those things. Or if you're the complete opposite and don't like snakes, stay as far away from that as possible. Yeah. 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 That's funny. (laughs) Something that applies to WCC as well as WTMC, but right now we're focusing on the WTMC, is that it's it's a really good idea to really get to know your teachers and kind of have this repertoire with them, this acquaintanceship like if you see the teacher say hi because you'll end up seeing these teachers all throughout your high school experience and you won't have them because you'll be in like full WCC classes or whatever but it's nice to be able to see them and say hi and not just kind of walk by them and act like you didn't see them so forming that connection with them from an early stage in ninth grade and 10th for the first semester is really important. Yeah, because you'll, you'll see them around campus. It's not like you'll never see them again, so. Right, and it's nice, and if you do that, they'll probably be more likely to remember you. Then you say, hi, Miss blah, 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 and they'll be like, hi, Johnny, uh, how are you? You know, it's, it's nice. Or if you're able, you'll ask, do you remember me? <laughs> do you remember my name? What's your birthday? <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that is, yeah. Something else that that we'd like to add is there are options for food on campus if you if you need some and you're hungry and just forgot your lunch or maybe don't have money to pay for lunch. If you go into TI-228, which is the student lounge, sometimes, not always, but there are cup of noodles that are on this little desk in there yeah. that are free for you to take. Go ahead and take those. And as well as if you go into the WTMC office, you as a student are actually allowed to go into their kitchen over there and get some food if you're in, like if you're in need or are just really hungry. Yeah, which is something that we didn't know until recently. Yeah, we were just informed about that by our advisor for one of the clubs we're in. But we just want to reiterate that it's mainly for people that need it. Right. Most. Yeah. Like, they might start getting on you a bit if you keep going in there a little too much. Like, Johnny, you're back for more. Okay. (laughs) Leave some for the rest of us. (laughs) But, yeah, I didn't know about that. Because I know at most high schools, you can get free lunch if you're, like, if you need it. But here, you don't have that. So that's sort of a way of, that's sort of, like, WTMC's way of doing that. Yeah. So just know that that option is available. Yes.
So something to keep in mind is that WTMC and WCC have two separate transcripts. Right. So if you're wondering how your GPA will be calculated, since you're taking WTMC and WCC, as we have learned recently, they're actually separated. So you'll have a WTMC GPA and a WCC GPA. Exactly. So if you're a WTMC student in ninth grade right now, and maybe you're not getting the best grades or the grades that you would have hoped for, when you start going into WCC's classes, it's kind of like a restart, like a fresh start. Yeah. Your GPA, if you get an A in one class, is now 4.0 in WCC classes. But you also have a cumulative GPA. (laughs) Yes, that's true. So that is a, a combo of both of them? Yeah. And along those lines, when you're a senior and you're applying to colleges, you need to get your WTMC transcript and then you also need to order your WCC transcript. Those are separate. You won't get your WCC transcript just by getting your WTMC one. You need to do that separately. Yes. Now we're getting into a really fun, what I wish I knew. Topic. Topic. Let me keep finishing my sentences. Um, Topic. That WTMC provides specific field trips. There's like a specific set of field trips that every WTMC student gets to do when they're in WTMC. (laughs) Okay, in ninth grade, we didn't get to do this, Tasha and I, when we were in ninth grade, but I, I know like two years below us, they got to do it as ninth graders. They went to Lake Erie and um, test water samples or something, but they got, I don't know exactly what they did, but I know they got a trip to Lake Erie. So now, the t- so when then when you're in 10th grade, you get to go to a play. Yeah, in 10th grade, you get to go to a Shakespeare play. For example, the 10th graders this year are going to, it starts with a C, Carnage, is that what it is? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I'm not sure the exact name. Yeah, we're not sure about the name. (laughs) And I think the plays are subject to change. Because I know my sister, who's a a grade younger than me, is she went to a different play than the the play that the uh, 10th graders this year are going to. We didn't get to go to a play, which I am very upset about. I know. You guys, COVID was happening when we were 10th graders and we didn't get to go on that play. And I was bummed about that. Because me and Tashvi love our musicals, right? Yeah. Yeah, we, we love we love our musicals. And just plays in general. Yeah. But in ninth grade, you do get to read a play, Raisin in the Sun. So. Yeah, that's true. That's all for today, folks. Join us next week for our first activities recap. You have the ears. We have the voice. See you next week on the, the Pretty Informative Podcast. You're listening to a podcast presented by OrchardRadio.com, Washtenaw Community College's own internet radio station. For more information, please contact us at radio at wccnet.edu.